0: Hello. Welcome back to Into the Storm. This is Chloe Darianzo, and I'm a sophomore at Moa High School. This is a story dedicated to Mike, a survivor of Hurricane Sandy. Hello and welcome back. A lot of inspirational stories have come forth in the aftermath of Hurricane Sandy. Stories of heroic rescues and random acts of kindness but the tale of one new jersey man named mike is the most miraculous story of survival we've heard yet christine a homeowner in toms river new jersey who had evacuated her house before hurricane Sandy hit found a mysterious note upon returning the letter was hastily scrawled by a person who had broken into her house taken a blanket and a black jacket to keep hypothermia at bay the author of the note was sure he was dying He identified himself as a 28-year-old male named Mike and left contact information so that the homeowner could contact his father and tell him that he had died. Hello, I'm Mike. We heard about your story and was wondering if you could share it with us. There are so many people who hadn't survived the hurricanes whose families want to hear your story and how you managed to get out of the situation. Of course, I would be honored. Thank you very much. Why were you in Tom's River during the hurricane? Well, I was at my grandfather's house. I thought I could save the house. I had buckets ready. I didn't think the whole thing was going to go underwater. What was going through your mind when this was happening? Well, all I can really tell you is, when you think you're going to die, you really think about the people who mean most to you. Of course. That makes so much sense. I heard you, uh, wrote a letter to your father. Is that correct? Yes, I did. I asked you brought it with me. Would you like me to read it? Oh, yes. That would be very helpful. Thank you. Okay. <clears throat> Whoever reads this, I'm dying. I'm a 28-year-old named Mike. I had to break into your house. I took blankets off your couch. I have hyperthermia. I didn't take anything. A wave threw me out of my house, down the block. I don't think I'm gonna make it. The water outside is at least 10 feet deep. There's no rescue. Tell my dad I love him, and I tried to get out. His number is and his name is Tony. I hope you could read this. I'm in the dark. I took a black jacket too. Goodbye, God Almighty help me. Wow, that was very deep. Do you, uh, mind reading it again a little slower? Okay, sure. Whoever is reading this, I am dying. I am a 28-year-old named Mike. I had to break into your house. I took blankets off your couch. I have hypothermia. I didn't take anything. A wave threw me out of my house down the block. I don't think I'm going to make it. The water outside is at least 10 feet deep. There is no rescue available. Tell my dad I love him, and I tried getting out. His number is, (laughs) and his name is Tony. I hope you could read this. I'm in the dark. I took a black jacket, too. Goodbye. God Almighty, help me. Well, you wrote that knowing you were going to die, but you didn't. You survived. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, you know, I just wanted to have that note to tell my father. I tried, you know? I wasn't a baby about it. I tried. I did my thing. I was in the water for like four hours. My kitchen went and I thought the whole house was going to go. So I walked out the front door and the current took me all the way down the bay, like maybe a half mile into the bay. You know, I opened up the door to see what the big noise was and all I saw was the bay. There was nothing there. I got so freaked out. As soon as I opened the door, the water rose five feet within three minutes. There was a lady's house, five or six houses down from over me, and I had no clothes on at the time, so I went into their house. I had just one piece of clothing on me, so I went to their house trying to find anything I can. She had towels on the couch, so I just wrapped my bodies with the towels. Anything. I was so desperate. I was so thirsty because I drank so much salt water. I ain't gonna make it. Let me please live life. You know, I was so emotional. I was telling him right over the phone. Wow, so you were on the verge of death. How did you manage to escape that? Well, I was picked up by a man named Frank on the wave runner who took me to his house in Bergen County and gave me clothes and shelter and helped me warm up. It was as if God had come to rescue me. That's what I thought in the moment. I was so weak, I could barely move, and that's why I will always be grateful to Frank. Shout out to you, Frank. (laughs) Yes, shout out to Frank. Anything else you think in your life has been affected by this hurricane that you wanna mention? Well, to be honest with you, I'm afraid of the dark now. You know, I was in the dark for so long with at least 15 to 20 foot waves with the bay crashing over me. I couldn't even breathe. I can imagine. Most people in this, these kinds of situations develop some kind of PTSD or uh, fears and phobias. What do you think happened once you were on dry land? Um, well, I was able to contact a friend on Kettle Creek who picked me up and eventually my father was able to come and get me. Once the homeowner had come home and read the letter you had left, they became worried about you and immediately called the number. But to their surprise, your dad answered, and the homeowners were just glad that you were alive and well. Yes, I was just glad they checked up on me instead of immediately getting mad that I'd broken in and stolen their coat. (laughs) (laughs) I met up with them after the whole thing and gave them their jacket back. (laughs) I felt so bad that that was the only thing I could give them back along with my gratitude. So they were just happy for you to be alive? Oh yeah, they didn't mind at all. We created a kind of bond through the whole thing. I am eternally grateful for them. Did you happen to explain to them how you wound up in their house? If so, can you tell us some like details involving that transition? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I tried to swim back to an unflooded house, but the current was too strong and the waves were piling over my head. I thought I was going to drown, so I had to make my way to a safer location. Then I spent about two hours in the empty house after swimming in the stormy bay for what I believed was at least five hours straight. Oh my gosh, I don't think I would have lasted that long. The storm had killed 125 people. What do you think makes you so special? Um, I think because I was expected to die, I kept thinking about my family. I think that's what made me keep fighting. And you know, of course, Frank. <laughs> yes, it's always good to think of our loved ones in times like this. Do you think Frank had a heroic impact on your life after the incident? I do believe he altered my life in some ways. I do think I am more aware that we are certain people, there are certain people in this world who care and actually want to make an impact. I aspire to be somebody like Frank. This is why I try to help people in need whenever I can, just like he did for me. I totally agree. In the future, if anybody or anything signals you to evacuate, do you think you would do it immediately? Um, Oh oh, yes, of course. I mean, the first thing on my mind now would be, um, you know, to get out. I would never want to experience that again. I mean, even if it rains, I'm getting the hell out of there. (laughs) Well, Mike, I'm so glad you made it out alive. It's been an honor to be able to talk to you and I wish you the best. You can't imagine the comfort this interview will bring the survivors who feel like they are an outcast in this situation, you have achieved many great things in your life after the hurricane. It definitely shows how much, you know, a person can grow even after such traumatic events like what you went through. And people look up to you, and you're a very inspirational person who many other survivors have told me that they look up to you and can relate to such things that happened in this hurricane. And... I just don't want you to forget that, that people do look up to you. And I wish you the best of luck and hope we can talk again in the future. Yes, thank you for having me. It means a lot. It's been lovely talking to you. All right, Mike. Well, this ladies and gentlemen is a story of Mike, a survivor of an event that has changed the courses of people's lives. Many people were impacted by this storm and many people have lost a lot of stuff like family members and their houses and just very important things and I think it's good to know that we have someone that can talk about it that has experienced this and with that I'm going to close thank you so much for listening and I hope everybody has a great day this was Chloe Daranzo a sophomore at Mawa High School a podcast dedicated to Mike a survivor of Hurricane Sandy I hope listening to this podcast has opened your eyes to the tragedies that the hurricane caused and how an act of kindness can impact someone's life forever.